Are you feeling stuck in life or in business? Maybe you're not making the money that you know you should be making. Or are you finding yourself in opposing patterns? One minute you're in high performance mode, and the next you feel totally drained and burnt out. If any of that sounds familiar, then this podcast is for you. I'm Brenda Johnson, and this is the Limitless Life Podcast, the place where I help entrepreneurs like you become high performers. After changing my own relationship to money and success so I could turn my passion into profit, I decided it was time to help others do the same. I am obsessed with the power of the subconscious mind and helping you tap into it so you can finally have the limitless life that you're supposed to have. Let's get started. Hey, what's up, guys? Welcome back, or welcome if this is your first time joining me. You know what's funny? Every time I start these podcasts, every time I start recording a new one, I never actually know how to start it. It's like having a weird one-sided conversation and you're like, how do, how do I start this conversation? Anyways, I thought I would just share that with you because that's something weird that happens to me. Anyways, today we are going to be talking about chakras. I'm going to call it Chakras 101. And for those of you who are sitting here going, I thought this podcast was about high performance and money mindset and tapping into your subconscious, creating a limitless life. Yeah, it is. And that's why I'm going to be bringing in all sorts of things that you can use to perform at higher levels so that you can learn how to step into your higher self. So you can learn how to stop being so small-minded in some cases. So I'm going to ask you, is just, Stay curious, not even stay curious, get curious in some cases, because some people are afraid to look into other things. Why am I talking about chakras? Well, for one, I talk about them a lot in my life. I talk about them a lot with my clients. I talk about them a lot on my Instagram. And when I put it out there to people, what do you want to know about? One of the main things that came up was you wanted to know about chakras. So that's what we're going to talk about today. We're going to talk about what chakras actually are, uh, the different types of chakras. We're going to talk about some healing techniques to use for your chakras. I think you're going to get a lot of cool information in this episode that you can literally start implementing right away because that's that's my jam. I want you guys to be able to take information and actually do stuff with it. So where to start? Let's start with what the hell is a chakra? I'm sure you've heard the word getting thrown around here and there and everywhere. You may have heard it called a chakra. I've always known it as a chakra. I've always pronounced it chakra. It's like tomato, tomato, however you want to pronounce it. But what's important is that you understand what it is, because I'm sure some of you have been hearing things in like yoga classes or if you're doing a meditation and they're like, okay. Now focus on your throat chakra. And you're sitting there going, I don't even know what the hell you're talking about. So that's what we're going to talk about. So in traditional Indian religions, chakras have been around, I think, since like 1500 BC, pretty long. Chakra, the word itself, is a Sanskrit word. It means wheel or disc. So you can think of a chakra as like life energy. There are multiple chakras running through your body, but we're going to talk about the seven main chakras, which all align 
um, along your spine from the top of your head all the way down to your tailbone. And all of these little energy wheels need to stay unblocked so they can spin freely. Why is that? Well, think about this. Everything in our universe is energy. Everything is energy. All of our cells send out energetic signals in different ways. We vibrate at different frequencies. So it shouldn't be a surprise that like our body, which is one of the most amazing things ever, has specialized channels, specialized energy points running through it that help make sure things are in line. That's what your chakras are. The chakra spinning discs spin clockwise um, as the energy kind of moves through our body and all around us. And it spins counterclockwise to pull energy from the external world and other people into our body. So they spin both ways. It's the frequency state of the chakras that determines which way it's going to be spinning and which way our energy is going in or out. So you can have chakras that are functioning too much or not functioning enough. So they could be spewing out too much energy or they could not be pulling in energy. The whole thing is that they should be balanced, right? So are chakras like physical things that you can see? Can you see these little spinning wheels? No, they're made up of matter. They're energetic but think about, um, I don't know, like think about any, think about a radio frequency. You can't see that, but sound comes out of it. So just because you can't see it doesn't mean they aren't there. All right. So how do we know they exist if we can't actually see them? And you know what? <laughs> it's a valid question. And that's why I love doing what I love, because this isn't all about woo-woo people. It's fucking science. I think I should hashtag that. It's not woo-woo. It's fucking science. I think I am going to hashtag that. So if you're listening to this episode, tag me and hashtag it's not woo-woo. It's fucking science. I digress. <laughs> so for centuries, ancient wisdom people and healers in all sorts of traditions had an understanding of the energetic body. Healing traditions from China, India, Japan, Tibet, as well as like other countries, they if you look back, they all talk about these energy channels, these meridians along the vital um, path where energy flows. They basically talk about how life exists because of this life force and the energy running through our body, ensuring that we can move and breathe and digest food and eat. So for a lot of people, may seem a little woo-woo, airy-fairy to think that there's this energy in the body, but here's the thing. Everything is energy. We've already discussed this. Our bodies are electromagnetic in nature, and science has actually measured these different frequencies with advanced machines like EKGs and MRI scanning. They've done this for many years. There's been studies to look at these energy systems. The opening and closing of our chakras works like an energetic kind of defense system. If you're having a bad experience, a negative experience, like the low frequency energy that comes with that kind of stuff, that can cause a chakra to close in order to block that energy out. So think about this. If you are constantly surrounded by negative people, if you're in a negative vortex situation, which I like to call it, just everybody's just negative, negative Nellies, 
your chakra can actually just shut down to block that out to protect you. Same thing if we're clinging to low vibrational emotions like blame or anger or fear. If you're refusing to deal with that emotion or move on, that can close off a chakra. And then that's going to require special techniques to help you open that up again. First, before we even get into any of that stuff, before we even get into the healing stuff, let's talk about what the actual chakras are. So as I said, we have several of them that run through our bodies, but we're going to focus on the seven main ones. So there's three types, physical chakras, the bridge chakra, and spirit or spiritual chakras. Let's start with the first chakra. Um, It's actually the first chakra of the physical chakras. There are three of them. So the first chakra is the root chakra. It's located at the base of your spine. You may also hear other people talk about how it is located near your sex organs. It influences physical identity, ambition, stability, abundance, wealth. When it's out of balance, you might feel um, on the physical plane, you might be tired. You might have insomnia. You might have lower back pain. You might be constipated. You might feel sad. You may be struggling with immune disorders or obesity. On the emotional level, if it's out of balance, you may be feeling a lot of anger or self-esteem related issues. Moving to the second, the second, that's not even a word, the second chakra, sacral, its color related to it is orange. It's located in your lower abdomen, just below your belly button. What it influences is emotional identity, creativity, pleasure, sexuality, When this sacral chakra is out of balance, what you might be feeling on a physical plane, again, you might be experiencing lower back pain. Um, You're probably experiencing low sex drive. You may be having pelvic pain, urinary or digestive problems. Your immunity might be lower. You might be getting sick a lot. You might be having menstrual problems if you're a female. On the emotional level, you might be super irritable. You might be very shy. You might be going through some control issues. You might just be feeling like you have a lack of creativity and you could also be experiencing intimacy issues. Moving to chakra number three, solar plexus, also a physical chakra. The color related to it is yellow. It is located... The best way to explain it is it's located from the navel up to your breastbone, kind of like in the middle there. So it influences self-confidence. It regulates emotions. Ego is also influenced by this. When it's out of balance on a physical level, you might be having stomach pains. You might have ulcers, uh, arthritis, could be dealing with diabetes. You could be dealing with adrenal imbalances or digestive upset. On the emotional level, you may be experiencing symptoms of anxiety, depression. You may be fearful. Um, You may be fearful of rejection. You may be having self-esteem issues. And you may just be very indecisive about things. Moving on to the bridge chakra. So remember, there's physical, bridge, and spiritual. Or spirit. So the bridge chakra is the fourth chakra. It is the heart chakra. The color associated with it is green, 
obviously it's in your chest. Um, it's located around the center of your chest, just above your heart. The chakra represents love, joy, and peace. This is a big, big, big one. Yes, it's associated with love, joy, and peace, but it also influences trust, compassion. If you follow me on Instagram, you've probably been seeing some of my posts. You've probably been seeing some of the posts that my clients are posting all about heart chakra because when you drop into your heart energy and you learn to surrender and trust, that is how so many things will start to manifest in your life. It's how you create things. What most people don't realize is creation does not happen with your mind. It happens with your heart. But that is a whole nother podcast episode. So now we're going to move on to the spirit chakras. Again, there are three of them. Moving on to number five chakra, your throat chakra. Color related to it is blue. Obviously, it's related or it's located in your throat. <laughs> this is another big one. It's all about your ability to communicate. But most importantly, speak your higher truth. So yes, it influences communication, creativity, truthfulness, intuition, self-knowledge, self-expression. This is a big one if you're in relationships and you have trouble expressing yourself. You could be dealing with some throat chakra issues. When it's out of balance, you might feel on the physical plane. Um, you might have thyroid issues. You might get sore throats. You may have a stiff neck, swollen glands, teeth or mouth problems. You could also have hearing problems when it comes to the emotional side of your throat chakra. It's about indecision, lack of creativity. You could be having crazy mood swings. Moving on up to our sixth chakra, the third eye. Color associated with this one is purple. Your third eye is the invisible all-knowing eye that sits between your eyebrows. It's what people refer to as your sixth sense, your intuition, that little gut feeling you get. Clearing your third eye may actually allow you to become more intuitive, more imaginative. It influences inspiration, imagination, intelligence, intuition, self-realization. When it's out of balance on a physical level, you are probably getting headaches. You could have sleep problems. You might be having nightmares. Emotionally, you are probably lacking concentration you probably are having a hard time making decisions. You can be confused. You could be having symptoms and feelings of depression. Moving to the third of the spirit chakras, the crown chakra, color associated with this one is violet. This is actually the highest chakra. It's your crown chakra. It's located at the top of your head. This is a big guy. It aligns you completely. It aligns your sense of what am I trying to say here? <laughs> it literally aligns with your complete sense of deeply connected spirituality. This is the chakra that's known as the thousand lotus petals. It represents enlightenment, spiritual connection to the divine, um, the ability to become your higher self. So again, color associated with this one is violet located at the top of your head. It influences inspiration, spirituality, faith, connection with the divine. When it is out of balance on a physical level, you may just be exhausted. You may be super sensitive to light and sound. Uh, emotionally, you might just like literally be apathetic. You might feel like you just have no 
you have a lack of spiritual connections, you may be super materialistic. Uh, you may just kind of feel like you're drifting through life and nothing really makes sense. So those are your seven main chakras, root chakra, sacral chakra, solar plexus, heart chakra, the throat chakra, the third eye, and your crown chakra. So now that you know what the chakras are, if your chakras are out of whack, how do you heal them? Oh my goodness, there are so many ways you can do this. If you are feeling unsure about doing this yourself, the simplest way obviously is to work with an energy healer, um, somebody who deals with acupuncture specifically, somebody who deals with energy specifically. Just trust yourself is a big one, but we're actually going to, since there's seven chakras, I'll give you seven ways that you can heal your chakras on a high level kind of way. Because honestly, I could literally sit here and talk about all things chakra for like eight hours straight. Now that I think about that, I could have actually done like a series. <laughs> Anyways, this is all about chakra 101. So flower essences, number one way you can do this. What the hell is a flower essence? It's a vibrational remedy. It can be taken under your tongue. Think of like Bach flower remedies. Those can actually be used to help heal your chakras. So the difference between a flower essence and aromatherapy oils, they're actually really different. Um, flower essences don't actually have a smell. <laughs> they're simply just, heal. it's the healing vibration of a flower or of a plant. Well, of a flower because it's a flower essence. And they're preserved in brandy and water. They're super easy to find. You can find them at most health food stores. Um, the Bach flower remedies would be the ones that I would use and they are the ones that I've used in the past. Second way you can heal chakras and make sure you maintain the health of your chakras, obviously crystals. One of my favorite things to talk about. Crystals are great when it comes to shifting chakra imbalances. They work just like the flower essences. They work on a vibrational level to help affect positive change. One thing that I like to do with my clients is I use a crystal pendulum. It's a quartz point and I hold it over each um, chakra point and it will actually spin in the direction uh, either clockwise or counterclockwise or it will just not move. And that's how I can tell if they have too much of that chakra happening or not enough of it or if it's just like closed if it's closed the pendulum just doesn't move so again once you choose a crystal clear it in some sunlight or you can smoke it under sage for a couple of minutes and then to use it with your chakras you just lie flat like lie yourself down flat and place the crystal on or near the chakra that could use the healing just relax, breathe, and kind of allow your energy to just blah, 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 allow your energy to shift. Um, some basic chakras that you could use for each of the basic chakras. Okay, there's a dog barking outside of my office window as I'm trying to record this, and I really hope you guys can't hear it, but it's distracting me. So if I seem like I keep losing my train of thought, that is why. So back to the crystals that you can use for each specific chakra. And again, this is like just basic. Like there's so many you could use. Root chakra, you could use garnet. Sacral chakra, something like citrine would work. 
solar plexus chakra, you could use um, topaz. That would be a good one. Heart chakra, you could use jade or rose quartz is my personal favorite for heart chakra work. Throat chakra. Um, aquamarine is actually one of my favorites for that area. Third eye chakra, you could use blue topaz. And then crown you could use clear quartz. You could use a spirit quartz. Amethyst is another great one. So again, crystals, lovely, lovely way to help with your chakras. Third healing application that you could use is aromatherapy. So I highly recommend that you work with an actual aromatherapist when you're doing this. Diffuse the aromas. Don't put them into your body physically it's not a great idea unless you really really know what you're doing uh root chakra you could use patchouli sacral chakra ylang ylang i just like saying that or jasmine solar plexus anything citrusy so orange tangerine lemon your heart chakra of course something like rose oil would be just beautiful for that throat chakra one of my favorites is clary sage or just sage third eye chakra peppermint and crown chakra oh my lanta frankincense and like lavender oh it's a beautiful beautiful oil for those beautiful oils uh one thing to keep in mind when you're using essential oils if you're using diffusers a lot of the oils are toxic to dogs and cats so you have to be very careful. When those oils go into the air, it can actually affect your animals. So just be very mindful of that. Fourth way to heal the chakras, visualization. And visualization is basically just a way of channeling your mind's power, your subconscious power towards shifting your energetic connections. So one way, one simple way to do that is just sit in a comfortable position, focus on your breath without forcing it. If your mind wanders, just bring it back to your breath. Visualize your chakras. You can either visualize that all of them or one specific one that you want to work on. And while you're breathing deeply, just visualize yourself cocooned in a bright light. White light is perfectly great for balancing everything but I'm just going to leave it up to you to choose what color the light is because for everybody it's different so visualize yourself just cocooned in this beautiful light and imagine that all of your chakras are coming back into balance envision this light in the color of the specific chakra that you want to heal and then as you're breathing, breathe in healing energy into the specific chakra. And as you're breathing out, you're going to release and remove, visualize removing all of the toxins and negativity or anything that no longer serves you. Visualize it all be removed. And you're going to want to focus your attention on each specific chakra for about a minute. And then you're just going to keep going through all of your chakras to ensure that they're balanced. And again, visualize yourself cocooned in that beautiful light. And if you need help with visualizations, check out YouTube. There's a ton of chakra balancing guided meditations that you can find, and they're all free. Fifth way to do this, you can have a sea salt bath. 
Sea salt is very detoxifying for your energy field as well as for your physical body. So an easy way to bring things back into alignment is literally just go have a sea salt bath. Use like one to two cups of sea salt, light a beautiful candle, and just soak in there for about 25 minutes. And the number sixth way to clear, cleanse, make your chakras healthy, smudge them. So the best way to do this is buy a bundle of dried white sage. It's just like smoking an incense stick. You could actually just use a white sage incense stick if that's easier for you. Just make sure you're catching any of the burning pieces of your sage stick or the incense so that it doesn't burn holes in your carpet. And you just basically move your smudge bundle around your energy field, so around your body, and visualize essentially that you're bathing yourself in the smoke. And then when you're done, make sure you extinguish the sage bundle by running it underwater or putting it in a mason jar or going outside and burying it in the dirt. Just be safe when you're lighting fires, people. And last but not least, one of my favorites, number seven. Get yourself a big selenite wand. It's another crystal. It's uh, a great crystal for energy balancing, and it's not going to light your house on fire. I actually had a giant piece of selenite on my desk when I was working in my corporate job for the last six months to keep all of the negativity off of me, believe it or not. Basically, just use it similarly to how you would use a sage stick. So use it to brush your energy field you're going to want to hold it about a foot away from your actual body and just kind of pay special attention to your chakra areas. So if you feel like your heart chakra is a little not functioning properly, then use the selenite wand over that area. Personally, I use the selenite wand over my whole entire body. It's very simple. Sometimes I will actually just lay down and place it on one of my areas you're going to hear a lot of people say that selenite does not need to be cleansed. Uh, I call bullshit on that. All crystals really should be cleansed of the energy. Just be sure you're not putting selenite underwater because it will dissolve over time. To charge selenite, you want to do that in sunlight or in moonlight. So I hope that you guys found this podcast helpful. I hope that you have an understanding now or at least a better understanding of what the chakras are. Here's the thing, when it comes to becoming the best version of yourself and functioning optimally, it's not just about using one thing. So it's not just about exercising. It's not just about eating well. And in this case, it's not just about working with your chakras. So if you feel like you're out of balance, if you feel like you're just not where you want to be, Yes, the chakras are one place to start looking. Using your energy centers is one place to start looking, but you need to do that in combination with all of the things. Everything needs to be used together. It's not about one or the other. My goal, my hope, my vision for all of you is that you you start to allow yourself to get curious about different possibilities that are available to you different possibilities that maybe you didn't consider before. So until next time, I hope you guys enjoyed this and I hope you guys are all out there creating your limitless life.
Thank you so much for joining me today. You have no idea how much I love and appreciate you for taking time to listen because shows like this are not possible without people like you. You can find me over on Instagram at underscore Brenda Johnson. Tag me to post and let me know what your favorite episode has been. And if there's something that you want to hear, let me know. Shoot me a DM and I'm always going to get back to you. I want this podcast to help as many people as possible. So please take a moment if you can to leave me an honest comment and review so I know what you think of the show. And if you could, help me spread the love by hitting that share button.